All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, It's been a while. It's Advantage Deuce. My name's Nathan. This is Andrew. Hello. Uh, we have uh, we have we have not talked tennis in a while, Andrew. We uh, had a a slight delay, a hiatus, a hiatus, yeah. a sabbatical. Oh, <laughs> good uh, good one. We've been drinking. We <laughs> don't have any idea what's been going on in tennis for the most part. At least um, it's a, it's pretty sketchy. So we're gonna just give into it. Um, we're not going to pretend, or at least I'm not going to pretend, that I have a great knowledge of what's been going on. We're just going to try to pick up where we left off and try not to try not to fuck it up, right? Right. Or maybe we will fuck it up. Who cares? We've been well, drinking. It's inevitable. So the last episode we did was what, Andrew? It was uh, it the was U.S. Uh, Open. No, uh, 2017 U.S. Open. I don't even remember who won. Uh, Nadal won. Really? You think you would have remembered Nadal winning? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, good on you. Good on you, Rafa. Woo! Yeah. All right. Then, uh, he took it down. Who did he beat? That is a great question. Mm. One that I can find the answer to in probably a minute and a half or longer. It doesn't matter. Truncate silence will take care of it. He beat Anderson in the final. Kevin Anderson. Kevin Anderson made the final? In the U.S. Open, yeah. <laughs> All right. What else happened? Who? Uh, wait. When did Federer go down? Oh, come on. You didn't bring up the draw? You just looked for one question and then that's it? <laughs> I got questions. Apparently. Uh, Federer went out in the quarterfinal to Del Potro. Who beat Delpo? Delpo then lost to Nadal. So Federer would have played him in the semifinal anyway. Okay. That wouldn't have been a Federer-Nadal final. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, the point to all of this is that Nadal is number one in the world. And Nadal is my favorite player. And where is Andrew's favorite player? That's the question. That is the question. I had a related question to this. Oh, please. Take the floor. Do you think that Djokovic has three more slams in him? I think that if Djokovic finds his groove again, he might have more than three left in him. I think really? that he's in suff- he's suffocating when he's on his game. So it just I, we, feels like- Look, we both said or at least i'm gonna i am fuck it i'm gonna speak for you i'm gonna say that we both have acknowledged at least in some fashion at some point that federer and nadal should not have been able to do what they have done that they were done that it was over for them and here they are one and two (laughs) crushing it winning fucking grand slams so how can you ignorantly say that Jokovic is done or not capable of winning multiple grand slams if nadal and federer did what they did I just, right. It's impossible to say no. And also with Nadal and Federer, it feels like they had like was it like three or four years of uh, kind of a drought, injury riddled. And that's when jo- Djokovic adversity was everything. is the word. Adversity. Djokovic and Murray and Morenka kind of took over. Sure, but I think that Rafa was healthy enough in several matches and several finals matches against Djokovic to really have no excuse against uh, when Djokovic was at the top of his game he was a suffocating piece of shit the reason why I call him a piece of shit ladies and gentlemen if you're new to advantage deuce is because he is (laughs) if you go back into his history early on in his career he was making fun of everybody doing imitations of everybody on the court acting like an asshole that's where he got the nickname Joker and then later on um, 
you know, he started to take medical timeouts, acting like he had a breathing problem, which magically went away when he was number one in the world and amazing for two years. I just don't trust him. I think he's devious. I think he's underhanded, and I think he's an asshole. Okay. Well, now that we got that question out of the way. He's got no class. <laughs> he gets all the ball kids involved. He gets them to uh, salute the crowd when he hey, wins. Everybody grows up at some point maybe he has done so and that's good on him if he has he's gotten married he says he has a kid he's won a shit ton of grand slams he's swimming in money maybe he no longer needs to pretend to be something maybe he now decides he is something and that's that's good for you if if that's the case Djokovic. if his being something let's assume that your favorite player is going to win the french open this year 11 in a row baby 11 in a row not in a row. Eleven in total. Total. <laughs> yeah, it's only like two or three in a row. Yeah. Fine. Um, fine. Take away the magic from it. If if he wins two more, he'll have won the same amount of slams that Djokovic has won altogether, but just French opens. Well, that would be impressive if he had only, you know, barely won the other ones once or twice. Well, he's got three US open, two Wimbledon, and one Australian open. He should have more Aussies. And French. He should fucking have well, more Aussies. Federer and Djokovic kind of own the, the Aussie Open. It's an even split. Yeah, six and six or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. What other questions do you have for me? Take me. Take me so, from the U.S. Andrew, take me from the U.S. Open to present day with some uh, Q&A. Australia. Mm. Do you know who won the Aussie Open, Nathan? Roger Federer. Correct. And that was his 20th slam title 20 slams and wasn't it a big thing back in the day when he beat sampras's record of 14 14 yeah i think uh didn't didn't nadal beat that record too now <laughs> nadal's at 16 yeah yeah soon to be 17 sampras is third or is he yeah how many yeah. how many does Jokovic have 12 12 he's tied with uh roy emerson okay so it's federer nadal and uh, Sampras. So yep. when do we acknowledge that we are living in quite possibly the most amazing time period for tennis? It seems like the old school days are more, are, are once again, just, just as in all sports, it's like what has come before seems to have more merit than what is happening now. And it doesn't really uh, have that nostalgic quality until it's gone. But uh, I, I, I mean, two of the greatest players to ever play the game are currently one and two in the world. They're playing the game. And it looks like there's no end in sight of them winning slams moving forward. Well, Federer's, I mean, come on, he's 36 years old. Yeah, and that was a shock to me when I was looking at this uh, rankings list with their age. And Nadal is 31, and Federer's 36, and Federer looks younger than Nadal. Well, we've talked about it before, but Federer's style of play is so fluid that he hasn't really put as many miles on his body just from his um, technique, which is, hey, kudos to him. But that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is that he's 36, and regardless of whether he keeps winning and defies Father Time for, you know, one or two more years or whatever the case may be, Father Time always wins. And it'll, he'll win eventually. It may not be this year. It may not be next year, but he'll win. So uh, given that Father Time's going to win eventually, how many more slams do you think Federer can win? Do you think it's two, four... Or 10. I think that he has himself now, he's built himself back into a position to have a favorable draw. 
He's he's playing it smart. He's not even playing in the slams that he knows he can't win. Well, he's not playing clay. He's not playing clay at all, yeah. So kudos to him for you know finding a way to play as an older man and apparently spending time with his family instead of being an absentee father. Um, <laughs> what are my options for this question? Uh, two, four, or ten is uh, how many more slams Federer is going to win. Based on the way he's played, I have to go four. Four. So you end up with 24. Well, because there's no talent. Like, let's say he wins Wimbledon because Murray's out of it. Murray's coming back mm-hmm. off surgery. There's no way in hell. Even if Murray makes the draw in Wimbledon, coming off whatever surgery it is, I don't trust that he'll be able to go the, the distance. So who else is going to fucking challenge him? It'll have to be... Uh, this could be, be Rionich's only time. Have to be a young buck, right? Or it could be Rionich's only time. But I don't... I don't Rounich is like every team that's played the Golden Knights in the playoffs. I just it's too much, <laughs> it's too much disappointment there. Can't can't stomach it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So let's say he wins that. He's got a fair shot at U.S. Open. He's got a fair shot at Aussie Open. And again, if he keeps up this play, then yeah, he's got a legitimate shot at more than two. I'd say that my answer is more than two and not right. actually four. Well, that's uh, incorrect, but four is a good answer. So, Okay, what's the next question? Uh, okay, so moving off of the Young Bucks, who is going to be the next person to be a first-time Slam winner? Do I get options or I have to just come up with an answer? I could give you options. So I'll give you two to start, who I think would be most likely to win. No, no, I don't like this. French Open. I don't like, I don't like where this is going. Well, then you tell me. Okay, who is... The next likely first-time Grand Slam winner? Yeah. Now, I'm going to... Let's say French this open if Nadal loses for some unforeseen reason. Well, we all know that you have teams cock in your mouth, so your answer is team. Or who? Or who? You might say someone like Gofan, but the answer is probably Dimitrov, like the realistic Dimitrov. answer. Okay. Or Carino Busta, just because he, right. made, he made the final last year. So what's to say you can't win it? Right. Uh, I say Dimitrov. He has the same similar style as Federer, and you'd be surprised to know that he's the same age as Gofan. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, if I was going to say, it's probably, I mean, the next first time Grand Slam winner is probably going to be Zverev because he looks like he's the deal. He's hungry, right? He's he's there, and then he played Nadal in the final and got a spanking. Yeah. If you say French, then I say team because of the clay court. And yeah. with a possible wild card to Carino Busta. And I think Dimitrov is eventually going to do it. But Dimitrov strikes me as the kind of guy that's not consistent enough to be a perennial challenger. And then he may just win like one or two and that'll be his career. I watched some of his uh, play today and he won at five setter 10-8 against Donaldson. Dimitrov did? Yeah. Okay. It was really close. Donaldson was like injured and... Well, they all had scares today. So you can't use that. It's tough. You anyway. can't use that. Team got a scare today, and yeah, all of them. Zverev had a scare today. Like it's it's not a good qualification. There's only a few players that roll through these tournaments, and you know we already know their names. Right. Okay. Next question. So just so you know, the two guys that I had in there were Team or Zverev. That's okay. uh. Well, I said you had Team cock in your mouth. I was right. Yeah. You said his name first, so. Okay. So do, do you think <laughs> the next Canadian hopeful? has a chance at this French Open. Are you talking about Shapovalov? Yeah. At this tournament? Yeah. I don't know. Shapovalov, he's um, he's an interesting character. He keeps showing that he's probably better than 
round it could ever be from a ceiling potential standpoint. Right. But his emotions can derail him pretty significantly. If his mind goes to the wrong place, then the tournament's over already. So I think he's got some learning to do. Uh, I I wouldn't put it past him to win something, but it's definitely not this French Open. I think uh, there's too many other established players. Like like we're saying, if, if Nadal doesn't win this, then team's probably there, and Carino Busta's probably there, and Shapovalov's just not in the conversation. If he did, it would be great, and it would be shocking, it would be a great story, but it's just not an expectation. Yeah, and I actually do have him going out to Nadal in the fourth round. That's exactly where I have him going out. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited to watch him win a slam. Yeah, I don't know, even know what Shapovalov's best court is. Is it hard court? What is it? I don't know. Well, you need to get on this. I'm. He, I'm he the, appears I'm, to play good on everything. I'm the talent. You need to do more research. Okay. Uh, on the research side, <laughs> uh, what's been going on with Curios? Have you heard about anything going on with him? What's going on with I'm curious about Curios. What happened? Did he go out first round or something? No, I just I keep thinking that he's the one with the talent. Oh. Yeah, why isn't he a constant part of the conversation? Because he's a he's a he's reckless. He's a rogue. He's a So he's won one he won Brisbane the first tournament of the year and then that's it. He's a ferocious, headstrong lad with loads of skill and an indifference towards everyone else's feelings about him. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find him in this list. I know that I saw for this French Open, I saw that Tomich asshole in the first round against a qualifier and then I saw that he lost. <laughs> yeah. Fucking not surprising. Loser. I yeah, I picked him to lose actually. Yeah, Isn't glad. that funny that you yeah. pick him to lose and he loses in yeah. the first round because that's who that fucking guy is. Just get off the tour, dude. Just get off the tour. Yeah. No, it wasn't even it was a lucky loser spot yeah. that beat him, Dick. Where is Curios? Is he even I in this tournament? I don't think he's on here. I don't yeah. see him. Okay, so he's a no-show. So they probably gave a spot to a lucky loser. That's who this guy is. He's a super talented player who just fails to meet expectations. And maybe he needs to grow up a little first before he has an actual legitimate shot. But I think if he ever grows up, then it's his for the taking because he's that good. Right. But there's too many I... young guys coming up for him to just sit on the sidelines and not work on his game like i don't know there's just so few people that i can watch hit a ball from the back of the court uh where there's like no power coming at him in a shot and he just generates so much torque just with the flick of a wrist and it's back so fast i don't like i don't know why he hasn't won with his ability fair just shocking to me fair assessment so moving, I'm just going to step in here in the middle of your questions just to move us along. Uh, I'm going to go to Indian Wells. Who who won that? Oh. Juan Martin Del Potro won Del that. Del Potro. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of uh, the uh, the lose the first set guy won the tournament. Big old Del Po. Good for him. Hmm. Let's see here. What happened? <coughs> he beat Federer in the final. We have Korich making it to the semifinals against Federer, beating Kevin Anderson. We have Raonic being the one that loses to Juan Martin in the semifinals. There you go. Sam Querrey showed well. Carino Busta showed well. Taylor Fritz made it to the quarterfinals. <sighs> My boy, Fritz. Or was that Fritz. round of 16? Oh, yeah, and then the uh, the rise of Hyun Chung, Mr. Korean with the glasses. 
Yeah, he was my last question, actually. What is the question there? My last question was, uh, is Heon Chung the next big thing? Is he is he's Verev 2.0? I think he's Nishikori 2.0. Oh, Nishikori has only made it to one one final and lost to Seelich. I just think he's got that same insufferable effort that just right. eventually wears people down. It has enough Good consistency. Yeah, I don't think he's a champion. I think he's just uh, going to be a player. He was probably a top 10 guy at some point, maybe uh, reasonably more floating around the top 20 for his whole career probably. What do you think? Uh, I see him as a like a number six maybe. Hmm. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to say for sure. What about uh, Miami? 1,000. Who won that? Miami. Here we go. Miami went to Isner. Surprising win. Isner over who? Zverev. Surprising again. Went through Delpo, went through Chung, went through Selich. It's three-setter. I find that to be really telling about how many great players somebody goes through to make a final and win a championship. Like, it just, just adds to the majesty of the moment like isner's had a rough go he's had a rough mm-hmm. go he was you know in the in the legacy of american tennis he was the, he was the, supposed to be the guy that uh took up the mantle or had a chance at bringing it back to relevance on the on the male side and he it was pretty obvious right away that he wasn't going to be that guy that he was maybe a top 10 guy maybe but he was never going to be that guy and just a nice moment for him here he's the uh american roundage Right, but a nice moment. A nice moment to go through so many Which guys. US. So yep. many guys. Like Selich, multiple Grand Slam winner, underdog Grand Slam winner, Selich, really. Yeah. Uh, Chung, Chung. Went through Chung, went through Juan Martin, went through Zverev to take it. Like, that's such a, a nice moment for him. Meanwhile, our boy uh, Denis Shapovalov had a quite quite a nice showing at Miami. Went out to Korich in the round of 16. Ah, yeah. It's nice. Troyeki, Dumers, Query. That's who we played and beat. Raonic had a good showing, too. Raonic didn't have a great deal of competition up until his loss, but hey. One more tense, tough, right? He always loses the first set and... (laughs) Finds a way. Finds a way to win with some foreign crowd cheering his name. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Moving on to April, we have the Monte Carlo Masters. First Clay 1000, obviously Uh, going to who? Nadal over Nishikori. Nadal over Nishikori. Nishikori beats Verev. And when did Nishikori come back on the tour? Was it around Uh, then? or? I have no idea. Because he was out for the first part of this year. Yeah. So nice to see him come back. Refreshing to see him and see him win, do well. That's great. Team. Yeah, he played. He played Burdick first round one. Well, it's tough. Medvedev. It's so tough when these guys come back from their injuries. It's such a tough road because you you get these shit draws and you can't easily make it into the later oh, wow. rounds, right? Nadal had a didn't have it easy either. In he that beat team, Dimitrov. Well, that's that's later. Corey. I think it's pretty much a walkover to the quarterfinals. I mean, he he destroyed that new guy, wow. Kachanov. Yeah. I don't know. And team, yeah, they went at it, but Ra- Nadal destroyed team and uh, shouldn't honestly be destroying team. I think team maybe 
It well, looks team like he got back at him in the next one. Team had a good battle with Jokovic the day before, so it's probably not doing him any favors. And then, yeah, another great match there, Gofan and Dimitrov, and Dimitrov losing to Nadal, and yeah, what are you going to do? Yep. Nadal's such a monster on clay. It's tough. It is tough. It's a challenge, though, as well. Uh, what happened next? Uh, I'm skipping up to Madrid here. Madrid. So expecting another Nadal win on clay, and we and don't get that. You don't team beat him this time. Got his revenge early. Team got his revenge early, but did he win the championship? No, he lost. Uh, Zverev won. Team over beats team. Nadal. Not just beats him, beats him in straight sets. And then takes out uh, Kevin Anderson. Anderson, straight sets, and then loses to Zverev in straight sets. Yeah. So what does that say about So that means that Zverev, Zverev is good on clay? <laughs> and look at Shapovalov going through Edmund, going through Raonic. Yeah, Jesus and, Christ. Uh, he took care while Raonic was a three-setter. Took out his brethren. Or two-setter. There, It was only two sets. Took out Edmund. Took out Raonic. That's crazy to me. Shapovalov, yeah. His... Uh, his evolution is happening faster than I think anyone thought. So. Well, and he also took out Pui. Let's not forget about that. Oh, our old friend Pui. Here's a cheers to Pui. Yeah. Oh, good time. And uh, then Rome, we have Nadal taking that one again. Uh, Shpavlov going up against him early in that one, losing badly. Fabio uh, Fanini. Six <laughs> yeah. Fabio Fanini is another one. He's like this Italian douchebag, I'm going to call him. He's probably <laughs> he's probably not a douchebag, but he looks like one. So, you know, he just kind of floats. He's a floater on the tour, right? He stays within, like, a, a nice uh, ranking that's always involved in, in the tournaments. And then occasionally he just wakes up and has these fucking monstrous tournaments and then goes away again. Takes, uh, takes Nadal to three sets, loses. Nadal beats Jokovic. Nadal beats Zverev. Zverev beat Silich. Gofan retired. Edmund. Yeah, Zverev is very clearly establishing himself as a consistent monster. And here we are. We've arrived at Roland Garros. Roland Garros. French Open. Here we are. Frenchie. What has happened so far, Andrew? Well, Nadal won. No. First round. Shocker. Three, three sets. Yeah. Took uh, him, Shapovalov won. Took him 7-6. Oh. Had to go nine tiebreak yeah. to win. But straight sets, so whatever. Just not as clean as you would expect. But I think that match got delayed twice, so that's kind of weird. Right, with the rain. Probably enough to throw anybody off. Even the mighty Nadal. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, Shapovalov won. Mm, beat Mr. John Millman yep. from Australia. Straight sets. We don't think much of him. No, that's not a familiar name even. <laughs> well, the Aussies have a whole crew of young guys coming up. And when you see their name, they're recognizable, but you don't really take them too seriously you're still wait you're still focusing on curios maybe jordan thompson mm -hmm. be the two guys uh tomich can suck a dick uh yeah. let's see here jack sock going out in a in a battle to jurgen zop who i've never heard of he's a lucky loser taking out a 14 seed that's a pretty big deal yeah some americans are better on hard court mm -hmm. whatever all americans are this all this is that <laughs> welcome to andrew's classification here's, here's class. my box this yeah. is where you fit, sock. That's where you fit, sock. He, fix, he fits in the sock drawer. Put on your socks and get on the hard court. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Korich. Korich beat Cole Schreiber. I picked that to happen. Did you pick so that? So did I. Oh, I have okay. him go on deep, Korich. I have him losing to Schwartzman, but whatever. 
I have him losing to Anderson after the Schwartzman win. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Misha is through. Anderson yeah. is through easily. Selich is through. Uh, Stevie Johnson. Here's the American. He's back. American hopeful. He's yep. back. He took a little bit off there. Must have been injured. Uh, uh, my is... favorite name, Fuxovich. Uh, he beat out uh, anything <laughs> as possible. Edmund's through. Isner's through. I think pretty much everybody that's supposed to be through has gotten through. So the question I have is, is it time to do the uh, draw prediction uh, conversation? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, Nadal and Pella is Nadal, obviously. So Gasquet and Jaziri. I have uh, Gasquet. Sure. But Nadal beats Gasquet. Gasquet, yeah. So Nadal is into the round of 16. Moving down, Shapovalov and Martyrer. We're going to pick Shapovalov because we're Canadian. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen anyway. Uh, Bemelmans and Zop. Who the fuck cares? Shapovalov's going to beat them and play Nadal in the round of 16. Am I wrong? No. You're okay. correct. He will lose to Nadal okay. in that you. round. All right. Well, we're not getting there yet. We're just we're just right. setting up the si- round of 16 here. Okay. Schwartzman, uh, Pavlicek, obviously, is going to be Schwartzman. Correct? Korich going to play Schwartzman. Korich going to win, lose, doesn't matter. One of them is going to play Kevin Anderson in that 16, right? Yeah. Which means Misha doesn't make it past Anderson. Anderson. Okay, so Anderson versus Schwartzman and or Korich. Korich. Yeah. Fine. Fair. Uh, Let's see here. Next one. Selich is going to go through Stevie Johnson. Probably. Probably. Fanini, if he's feeling like it. If he's feeling like less of a douchebag, he'll take it. Uh, I think he's having one of those moments right now. Oh, is he? Okay. Well, yeah. well. Meanwhile, Fuxovich is going to lose to Edmund. Edmund yeah. is going to take out Fanini regardless of how he's feeling. And I don't think so. And Selich and Edmund are going to meet in the round of sixteen. I think it's going to be Selich and Fanini. Okay. Well, you are coincidentally. You are also a douchebag. So well, if that's that, a feeling in me. If that happens, then you know, you can fucksovich Fanini all you want. <laughs> all right. Isner, yes. He's playing well recently. I, I had Burdick going deep. Oh, did you? Yeah. Too uh, bad. Well, Delpo is is Delpo one of the round of sixteen here? Yep. Okay. And is he gonna play Isner? I guess so. Okay. I should have Casper Rude. Going farther than expected, that Norwegian kid. Oh, here, yeah. I thought highly of him in my mind, but I think that's probably a, a slam dunk for an Isner and um, Delpo round Delpo. 16. Yeah. And then moving down here, we have uh, Gofan and Malfi in the second round. That's interesting. Ooh. Uh, I think Malfi, as much as Andrew has tried to convince me in the past that he means something to someone, he's going to lose. To Golfan, yeah, I have that also. Okay. Didn't you at one time think that it was his chance at greatness? Oh, yeah, just like last year or the year before, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? It's lost in the past. Carino Busta will meet Golfan or Mofi, probably Golfan, in the round of 16. Yes? Uh, Yeah, I don't know what I did here when I picked this, but I picked uh, Trungoletti to beat Carino Busta for some reason. (laughs) I don't know what I was doing. Hey, everybody fucks a bitch a couple times, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, we have uh, Jokovic beating Batista Agat. Yeah. I guess so. I had uh, Ferrer winning like deep, deep. <laughs> I had him going way deep. Yeah, I think Father Time's catching up with Ferrer. He runs around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dimitrov Verdasco. Verdasco always has a nice showing at these Grand Slams, but I think Dimitrov will take him. I think he will also. I had Fritz going up against Dimitrov. Yeah, I had because of your conversations. I had Fritz going farther too, but Fritz did well lately, right? So hey, he's on he's on his own journey. We'll let Fritz come along. So it's gonna be Jokovic and Dimitrov in the round of sixteen. Could be Verdasco. Verdasco's cleaning out people with that uh, last turn, that last match. He went straight sets, but. That doesn't really mean it. No. It was Andriazzi. I don't even know who that is. I think Dimitrov will beat Federer. Or Djokovic, sorry. Not Federer. Maybe. I don't know. Don't count out Djokovic. He's coming along. He's working at it. He'll, yeah. he'll figure it out. And when he does, we'll all go, fuck. How about this fucking <laughs> titsy, pas, tit, titsy pas guy? He's he's real. <laughs> this guy's real. He gave team a scare, apparently. I don't even know. Uh, well, he's play, he's going to play him. I think they're playing right now. He's on the website here as being a... A uh, big deal. Like it's uh it's saying uh team also in dog fight. Uh it was suspended because of darkness, but it's six two, two six, six four. So oh. team has a two sets to one lead, but Titsipas Titsipas <laughs> has taken a set from team six two on oh, clay. I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it. Well it's serious. It's serious. I think yeah. that means that team is not at a hundred percent on top of his game. So any sort of prediction involving team beating Nadal in this tournament is out to lunch. Uh, I don't have that happening. Okay. I'm just bringing it up just in case. Okay? Yeah. Obviously, team is going to be round of 16. Keen Nishikori is going to meet him. Correct? Any objections? Uh, yeah, that is pretty accurate. I picked uh, our American friend Taco to meet him there, but he's already in. He's gone. That's fine. Uh, let's see here. Zverev and Zumher. That's obviously Zverev. And Kachanov is probably going to meet him there. So, Kachanov. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I had Warenka meeting him there, but that also ended yeah, that fell round apart. one. That fell apart. Uh, yeah. So, Kachanov versus Zverev is Zverev into the quarters. Yes? Yeah. Nishikori and team is team into the quarters? Team. yeah. Okay. And uh, let's say Jokovic and Dimitrov. You say Dimitrov. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And uh, Gofan and Carino Busta. Can we say Carino Busta? You know, insult no, I, somebody that's been to the final. I I picked Gofan to win. I'm gonna say Carino Busta. Uh, Isner and Juan Martin. I'll give it to Delpo. Delpo, yeah. And you, you had uh, Edmund and Selich probably. Edmund and Selich. Yeah, I'm gonna ride my buddy Edmund. To be honest, yeah, I would go with Selich. I had Fanini. Actually, I have Fanini going further, also winning against Selich. Well, whatever. In the end, Nadal is going to rule. Take care of any anything on this half. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nadal, after finishing off Shapovalov, is uh, going to end up playing Anderson. Uh, probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just assume that uh, Nadal is in the semis. Against Delpo? Mm, that's probably the right decision. Yeah, let's say let's say that doesn't matter because Nadal beats them and goes to the final. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then We're... you've got your problems here with who's going to meet him there. That's the tougher part of this. So, so Carino have... Busta has beaten Goffin. <laughs> I... <laughs> well, let's see if we can agree on where it goes after that. Because so, I mean, Dimitrov versus Karina Busta, or or Goffin, who wins? Does uh, does Dimitrov? I pick, pick Goffin to go. 
Okay, let's see if we can get behind something else then. Um, is Okay, is Zverev going to meet Nadal in the final? Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, let's go there. Uh, so Nadal is going to beat Zverev in how many sets? Um, four. Oh, okay. Relatively painless. So there you have it, folks. Uh, Nadal wins the French Open for the 11th time, beating Zverev in four sets. And it'll be the first set that he drops in the entire tournament. Okay. <laughs> you don't think he's going to... Uh... Oh, never mind. He's not even playing. He's not going to drop a set to Shapovalov? No, afraid not. Yeah. Now, yeah, I don't think so either. Now we play our other game uh, quickly here. It's the game of ranking. I ask Andrew and myself who's going to fall from the top 10, picking one player to fall from the top 10 by the U.S. Open, we're going to say, because Wimbledon happens too quickly. So we'll revisit it at the U.S. Open. One through 10. Andrew, Rafa, Federer, Zverev, Selich, Dimitrov, Delpo, Anderson, Team, Goffin, Isner. Uh, who, who is not in the top 10 in August? Well, honestly, I'm going to pick the, the worst one. The easiest answer is John Isner. Yep, that seems like the way That's to go. The, the only one. The only other option is Kevin Anderson, but the last two years, mm-hmm. or last year and the beginning of this year, he's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't say it was a fun game. We, we just said it was a game. Yeah. Yeah. That's the obvious answer here. Isner's the one that's going to not be in the top 10. He's done it his whole life. In and out. In and out. With no climax. Okay. Uh, 11 through 20. This one's, this part of the game is a little different, Andrew, because you have to pick someone to go into the top 10, and you have to go pick someone to fall out of the top 20. Okay. It's the person going into the top 10. Wait, wait for the for the audience. Carino Busta, Diego Schwartzman, Bautista Agat, Sock, Query, Pui, Edmund, Vanini, Chung, Burdich. So going into the top 10, Chung. From 19 to the top 10. Yeah. Okay. He's going he's gonna to win a 1,000 tournament in the, in the meantime. All right. It'll catapult him right in there. All right. My person to go into the top 10 by August, Edmund. Yep. That's fair. 17, that's also a hike. Yeah. But if we look at the points, it's not really that big a deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Isner has 2,900, so it's going to be a 500 to 1,000 point thing no matter what. If Carino Busta doesn't make the final again at the French Open, then he drops like a rock. So you can't right. you can't pick him because he got most of his points from that finals appearance. Okay, so who would you pick to go fall out? To follow completely? Yeah. I'm going to go with Sock. Oh, that's what I was going to pick. I I'm, gonna, I'm picking first. Sock because he's lost <laughs> in the first round like three times in a row now. Sock is unreliable. Yeah. I mean, the obvious one might be Burdich, but Burdich is, I don't know. Oh, I only see him going up, not down. I don't... Yeah, he's going to fight. He'll fight. He'll fight to stay relevant for a while. He has 30, you know, he's 32, though. It's pretty crazy. You know, hey, Fanini's 31. Maybe you should get his cock out of your mouth. And Query, he's 30. Father Time's going to catch up to these middling people. You know who might have a better chance of uh, getting close to the top 10? Who's that? Is, there's two people, Djokovic and Shapovalov. <laughs> Well, you're jumping ahead now. All right, so we're going to the 20 to 30. So that's Nishikori, Jokovic, Kyrgios, Kulshriber, Shapovalov, Manorino, Krajinovic, Milos, Raonic, Zemzer, and Warinka. Zemzer. Zemzer. That's a serious lineup. That's probably the most intense All... 21 to 30 I've ever seen in my life. So... All of these guys are top 10 players. They all are. So which one is definitely rising? I mean, that's I don't even know if this is worth 
including in the game because Jokovic is going up uh, yeah. hands down. Like Jokovic is going to go up. So it's actually a question of how many of those guys in the uh, 10, or sorry, the 11 to 20 are going to fall out. There's going to be several of them that are going to fall out. And it's not just going to be Jokovic. It's going to be Nishikori. It's going to be Jokovic. Kyrgios, if he pulls his head out of his ass, he's only 23 years old. Shapovalov might continue to go up the standings as well. Raonic is going to push up the standings consistently as long as he doesn't get yeah. injured. Stan the man is going to not move backwards, probably forwards. So it's tough. It's tough. Well, if Warenka loses in the first round in a few more tournaments, he's not going up. Well, Stan was injured. This is his first match back, right? Oh, okay. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with Stan. Uh, it's possible he might uh, f- take two steps back before he takes a step forward. That's definitely possible. But he's also in 30th, and all these other guys, Raonic, Shapovalov, Jokovic, Nishikori, Kyrgios, they're all in line to move forward. So I feel like Klaus Schreiber and Warenka are the two that seem the most likely to fall down. Yeah, and you got a lot of up-and-comers on the way, too. And you got Andy Murray, who's dropped down to 47th. So when he does arrive back on the tour, if his surgery has resolved whatever issues, then... He'll rise up again. Song is at 52. I'll say this. Has he been, has he been injured for a while? What's going on? I think Song did get hurt, yeah. I'll say this. This whole ranking is going to look different in August. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. I think, and the most important player, um, Sandgren, Tennis Sandgren, is going to be the star of the tennis world. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've had all you can take of dry humor that just soaks up whatever whatever willingness you once had to laugh, then you are on the same page as me tonight. Mm-hmm. He thinks that because the person's name is Tennis, it's a it's worthy of this. He's 54 in the world. He's American. He's the next big American. 26. <laughs> no, he's not. Taco <laughs> is the next big American. Yeah. And or Jared Donaldson. Jesus oh, Christ. Taco's the ticket. Man. Or Fritz. Fritz letting me down. You know what? Tennis Sangren had his moment in the sun recently. Nobody knew who he was. They were like, oh, his name's Tennis. Oh, he's 26. Oh, he's 26? Yeah, he's 26. Oh, how come we don't know who he is? Because he's not that good. So he's not going to take the tennis world by storm. He's going to be forgotten, and he's going to fall off the top 50, and you're never going to talk about him again. Yeah, okay. So, and please and thank you, no more tennis jokes. Okay. God. Well, there you have it. Is there anything else? I don't have any more questions to serve at you. Okay. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> Well, uh, we'll call that one a let, and we will reserve uh, next time on Advantage Deuce, where we will discuss possibly some Wimbledon tennis, depending on how we feel. We might not feel like talking about tennis, and if we don't, then we'll catch up with you at the U.S. Open, or maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> This has no rules, this podcast. And if you are actually listening to this, we apologize for the delay uh, in bringing our wonderful voices back to you to regale you with our intense and uh, in-depth knowledge and analysis of these tournaments. Please, uh, sing a song and dance or do an outro or something. Mm -hmm. Uh 